Hello, and welcome to another episode of Men and Gitch, the weekly... Nope, that's not true. Just totally biffed that intro. Welcome to another episode of Men and Gitch, the podcast where two men who may or may not be in Gitch fill you in on all the video game news you might have missed. I don't know what's going on. I'm fumbling over my words. I don't know what's going on. It's just that kind of day, man. It's my what? I said it's just that kind of day. Oh, it's that kind of day. I thought you said it's your second day, and I was immediately trying to... I was like, it must be a reference to something. Um, Brandon, how are you doing today? Uh, you know, man, it's uh, another Saturday morning. I'm actually cold. Um, I didn't know that was glad, possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see we're actually recording this time around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Uh, like I said... Uh, it's been alright. Yeah, well, I I take no, I have no idea what you're referring to with that comment, but um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's definitely just another Saturday. I don't know what the weather's like over there. It's pretty fucking gloomy over here. It's been a, it's been a awful weekend. All seven degrees and mostly sunny. I wish, I wish. Um, uh, we've got a, we've got quite the show today. We've got some. We've got uh, quite a bit of news, a little bit of rumors, and then we are actually going to talk about this absolutely crazy blue box situation that's going on. Uh, We're going to break down some of the biggest points that people are talking about and why a lot of people are thinking this might be a Hideo Kojima sort of uh, grand scheme of uh, him releasing a new Silent Hills game. Uh, But it could go either way, so... We'll talk about that uh, at the end of the show, but for right now, we're going to jump right into the news. Um, And the first point today is that uh, EA is going to announce the revival of an established franchise. This is coming from uh, Video Games Chronicle. There's been quite a few other outlets that have reported on this as well, but yeah, apparently at the EA Play Live event at the end of July, they are going to announce that a... Uh, established IP is getting revived, and a lot of people are thinking it might be Dead Space. Would that uh, would that do anything for you? Uh, I actually think it's going to be um, NCAA because they've oh. canned NCAA since 2014, and I had remember hearing something about them potentially bringing it back. So, I I don't know. I think it's going to be NCAA. Now the uh, so one little tidbit of information which might change your prediction i don't know if it does but apparently it's motive who's working on it and they're a studio that does not do any sports games they're like a triple a sort of big budget studio so i don't know if that changes things ncaa could be it totally could be it yeah i don't know then (laughs) yeah i don't know i'm hoping it's dead space that'd be pretty cool i'd like some more third person horror but we'll see yeah moving on uh nintendo announces breath of the wild 2 will release in 2022 and that's coming straight from the source nintendo yes that was part of the uh e3 uh, events that happened after we filmed our last e3 coverage episode so breath of the wild 2 is coming that was that was probably their biggest announcement that they had there and uh we actually none of us expected it from our predictions video but yeah yeah that's coming out and people are excited Number three, the top five uh, games that were most tweeted about during E3 have been revealed through uh, Twitter's analytics, and uh, this is coming from Daniel Ahmed on Twitter. Uh, But they were in order from most talked about to least talked about, Breath of the Wild 2, Elden Ring, 
Battlefield 2042, Halo Infinite, and Forza Horizon 5. Um, I know for- Forza Horizon 5 got quite a bit of hype from this E3. I didn't know there were that many Forza Horizon fans. I mean, it was a good showing, and they showed it for quite a while, but I was seeing a lot of hype for Forza Horizon 5. I definitely am hyped for Forza. I haven't owned a Forza in a while, but Horizon 5 looked really good just from the fact that it got that whole deep dive. And Halo, I'm excited for Halo, so I don't blame them. And Battlefield, honestly, I'm I'm cool for all of them. I don't. I, the list lines I, up I, for I me. Do not yeah. Contest this. Yeah. I have no contest with that. Moving on, Tencent has acquired a majority stake in Jaeger, the German development studio best known for Spec Ops, The Line, and Dreadnought: The Cycle. Yes. Uh, Tencent you know, is spending more money. You know, not a not a huge fan, but uh, they're definitely uh, they've got their hands in a lot of pies. Um, yeah. Obviously, undead or not undead, uh, Epic Games being the one that people uh, know of the most. But yeah. yes, uh, moving on to number five, Ubisoft has taken down fan made maps, recreating GoldenEye sixty four in. Far Cry 5 due to a copyright notice from MGM. This is a bunch of bullshit. And I'm actually, I'm surprised that Ubisoft did this because I, I would have thought there would have been some sort of like, because so, this is a thing. People are making these maps in Far Cry 5 map editor with Far Cry 5 assets. They're just recreating to a T the, the maps from the GoldenEye. So I would have thought they would have been safe on that technicality alone, but I guess not because Ubisoft has, has literally scrubbed all these maps, which is really unfortunate because I don't know if you've seen them. They're extremely impressive. They, they're like exactly yeah. copies of like the, uh, the, the gold nine sixty four. So I was a bit disappointed to see that. Yeah. And like these people put in, I think the, they said three years worth of work to have it gone in three weeks. Yeah. Like, that's extremely and, fucking no oh god that gets me going a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I would be I'd be extremely upset too. Cuz GoldenEye 64, that was a classic. Far Cry 5's map editor is really cool and the fact that somebody wanted to do something like that just for MGM to say <laughs> psych. Right. Yeah, it's and I, I I don't even understand like I said, I I obviously, I obviously, I'm wrong because I, Ubisoft obviously they have got a team of lawyers. They know best, and they they did take it down. But I would have I would have assumed they'd been safe because again, they're not using any assets. It's not like they Golden downloaded Eye. Pierce Brosnan and put him in Far Cry Five. Like you know, it's, there's no, I don't know. I I thought that was pretty lame. And yeah, I I messed around with the Far Cry Five map editor for quite a bit. It's awesome, and the fact that people were able to do this and like you said, spend so much time on it only for it to be stripped away, pretty lame on MGM and Ubisoft's part, but that is the world we live in, unfortunately. Good old copyright capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Windows 11 has been revealed to the world and has a plethora of features included that enhance the gaming experience, such as um, Auto HDR, which is a feature that enhances games with SDR to appear brighter and produce a wider contrast of colors, Direct storage, which is a technology designed for the Series S and X consoles that will increase load times with compatible SSDs. And Direct X12 Ultimate, which is a uh, 
it's uh, like a creation tool set for developers to allow more powerful race tracing ray tracing and a variety of other graphical enhancements uh lots of cool stuff there i'm also a big fan of the new ui everything looks sleek and sexy i'm gonna have to resist downloading it and destroying my computer because there will inevitably be bugs but uh big fan of the direct uh, storage stuff i like i like the idea of ssds being even faster yeah that's pretty cool no kidding that way, yeah, those load times get crazy. Maybe actually, maybe people will actually be able to uh, load into GTA Five faster than five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's the milestone to crack. Yeah. Moving on to number seven, Insomniac has recently listed five positions, all related to a new multiplayer project. The system designer uh, position uh, specifically mentions that applicants should have a thorough understanding of melee combat systems. So that's a bit interesting. I saw some people jumping on this and saying like, oh, it's going to, it's got to be resistance. It's going to be a new resistance game. But I think that quote uh, that says, you know, specifically with melee stuff, I don't, I don't know. I wonder if that, um, my, okay. My thing that I've been wanting is a co-op Spider-Man game. Oh, I think that'd be fucking yeah. awesome. Um, just like swinging around, like one person plays as Miles, one person plays as Peter or something like that. But, uh, it's probably not that, but I think that would be fucking sweet, and that's what I'm hoping for. Um, or going even further, like if they had like um, a Web of Shadows game where it's like somebody's playing Noir Spider Man, somebody's playing Spider Man, you know, 2099, somebody's playing Ultimate. Like that'd be pretty cool. But I don't know. Do you do you have any ideas as to what this might be? Uh, man, I honestly have no clue. But piggybacking off of your uh, Spider Man thing, can I be uh? Can I be that like Catwoman chick? Mm. <laughs> I that's that's an interesting idea. Like uh, sort of like Push a uh, what what much, what um, Warner Brothers Games is doing with uh, that uh, Gotham Knights game, right? Where yeah. it's like you're playing as different heroes of that universe. That'd be pretty cool. Something like that, yeah. But we'll uh, we're probably not going to see what they're working on for quite a while. But right. interesting nonetheless that they're working on something multiplayer because they've been doing single player stuff with Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man. So yeah, that'll be cool to see. Moving on, we have uh, Borderlands Three has officially added crossplay, but the feature will not be available to PlayStation consoles because Sony is a bunch of greedy, greedy old. Damn. Going after them. Yeah. Going after them. I want to play yeah, Borderlands 3 with the boys, and I can't. See, this is the thing. They kind of shot themselves in the foot because they were like, you know what? We have the biggest player base. We have the most popular console. We're going to charge for crossplay, and and we're just going to make some more bank. And then something like this happens, and maybe not with Borderlands 3, but this will eventually happen with a game that enough PlayStation players will be like, what the fuck's going on? We want crossplay. Yeah. And uh, this might this might end up shooting themselves in the foot. I don't know if there's going to be a huge outcry for Borderlands 3, but it, uh, eventually this is going to catch up to them with their insistence on uh, developers paying them to allow crossplay, and this is the first time we're seeing any consequence of that. So, that's yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm happy Borderlands 3 is getting crossplay. I've got some friends that I've been uh, wanting to play that with on console, so... That'll be sweet, but uh, if you're on PlayStation, that yeah, that's uh, you're just you're just not getting it. And the Borderlands Three movie has supposedly wrapped up, or not Borderlands Three, but the Borderlands movie has supposedly wrapped up. So this is true. 
they were finally able to get Randy Pitchford offset so they could actually focus on the movie and uh, <laughs> they were able to <laughs> they were able to finish it. <laughs> Kevin, is that you, uh, Kevin? Leave him oh alone, Randy. Randy <laughs> I love the idea of him talking to him like he's a child. Randy, come on. Come on, Randy. Let's go. We have other things to see. Leave it, Randy. Leave it. Leave it. Put it down. <laughs> the infinity pistols are oh. for you. <laughs> oh man. Uh moving on to number nine. Uh id Software is assisting Arcane Austin on Redfall, we've learned. Uh this is according to a uh biography on uh an id software, uh an, uh, an id animation. Holy fuck. Let me just fucking restart that whole thing. I hate it. I hate that name for that fucking... It gets me... Okay. According to the biography of an id employee's LinkedIn profile, uh, the employee in question is an id. He works on animation, and he's listed um, the his under his current projects sort of section. He has Redfall listed. So it seems that id is helping them out. That's not a huge thing. Uh, Zenimax Studios have done that before. They contribute to one another on lots of different games so not really a huge thing although it may it may indicate that the gunplay in redfall will be pretty fucking sweet because you have you know the art style and the world and the design of an arcane game but now apparently you know if you have like the gunplay of an id game like doom or something like that like that's gonna be fucking awesome yeah that's good news for me i'm looking forward to redfall so this uh this actually gets me a little even a little bit even more hyped than I already was. So, moving on, our uh, our boy, the PS, the Phil Spencer, um, has given an update on the release date for Halo Infinite. During his appearance on the Dropped Frames podcast last week, Phil had this to say, which was, "For us, we know kind of our range in the three to four week range. However, we don't have the exact day. There's some other things." with some other game timing that we're trying to look at. Quite interesting. I've seen some people speculating that this is maybe them talking about their own releases. Like, I know a lot of people like myself are speculating that November 15th, the 20th anniversary of Halo and Xbox, would make a pretty good release date. However, Forza Horizon 5 is releasing on November 9th. Um this could also mean that they're looking, they're waiting to see when Call of Duty is going to release, right? Because that is their biggest competitor. Right. So uh, I definitely see what Phil's saying. Uh, I'm happy Big Daddy Phil is letting us know that they actually do have uh, an idea down to weeks as to when it's going to release. It's, it's not up in the air for like, you know, months. Like we have no, we don't know if it's going to be September or December. Like I'm glad that he says within a month, you know, we kind of know when it's going to drop. So yeah. We will have to see. Do you think... Uh, I've heard some people say, though, that they might try and get it out before uh, November, try and get it out in October. Um, do you have any idea? Do you have a hunch as to when this game might release? Or is that just... like What do you, what are you think in here? I don't know, man. It's, you're probably right about the October thing. Try to get it out before the anniversary and then throw some, like, some sort of anniversary event or something. I don't know, since they have the whole right. Infinite Battle Pack infinite battle pass thing going on so yeah and that way it doesn't conflict with forza and who releases games in october nobody so it'd be the best time for them to do it 
Yeah, they'd be going. They'd be going up against Back for Blood. Yeah, like that's that would be their big competition. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I don't. I don't know. I think. I, I said this. I. I. So this. This episode that I just recorded with a with a guest, we were talking about Halo Infinite, and that will be going up next week from when you're hearing this. But in in our timeline, we recorded it yesterday. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about that, and I pretty much, you know, the the release date came up, and I my my stance on it is that I think we should be playing Halo Infinite by the time the anniversary comes around, whether that means it's releasing on the anniversary or beforehand. I think like it would just be such a wasted opportunity to have the game come out like a week or two after the 20th anniversary of halo like i don't i don't really see that making a whole lot of sense so i do hope it comes out before and then there's a anniversary update event like you say or it releases on the anniversary something like that i just feel like we should be playing halo on the 20th anniversary of halo uh, moving on to number 11, our last piece of news for the day. Uh, the latest patch for Marvel's Avengers is displaying some players' IP addresses on the screen, uh, which is a huge issue if you're somebody with a following. So Square Enix has advised players not to stream the game until the issue is fixed. Man, they cannot catch a break with this game. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> now, on the bright side, people, you know... This is only affecting, you know, two or three hundred people, so it's not that it's not that big a deal because that's how many people are playing this that's game. Being but generous. That's being generous, yeah. No, but uh oh man. I'm starting to feel I'm starting to feel bad for him a little bit where it's like, man, this is uh this is just the pile of shit that keeps on growing apparently. Like, man, that is rough. Uh moving on. Moving on to the rumors, rumors section. We've got Three juicy rumors today. Romero number one. Multiple industry insiders have leaked and corroborate, uh, corroborated with it one another that Ghost of Tsushima is almost certainly getting a single-player expansion and that it's coming later this year. Uh, the leaked title is Ghost of Aikishima and apparently will take place on a small island um, off the coast of Japan. So pretty exciting news for a lot of people. I love this, that game uh, so much. You, I know you're a huge fan. I have yet to play it. I'm, you know, hey, you know, this is if you're announcing, if you're going to announce, uh, you know, an expansion for it, that might be the perfect time to be like, hey, by the way, the game's also coming to PC, so that I can play it. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I can't wait to jump into this game, man. It looks so good. It looks so good. I will mail you my PlayStation so you can play it as long as you send it back. <laughs> uh that that by the time it gets here the that might be out for pc so we'll have to we'll have to think about that but uh yeah no it does it does look sweet moving on tom henderson has revealed some information about battlefield 2042's mysterious battle hub mode this mode seems to be like a, a sandbox style mode where players can access remastered versions of older maps and that this mode will be a separate download from the main game Siege Pretty of Shanghai in HD. Dude, sign me up. Sign me up. There's so many good maps. Um, uh, uh, Castian Border? Like, hell yeah, Ooh. dude. Like, oh man. I th- If this turns out to be true, and uh, Tom Henderson, uh, he is the guy that uh, leaked a whole bunch of stuff about Battlefield 2042, including its setting, its story, all this stuff months before it was revealed. So he has a track record with this game specifically. 
Uh, so that would be awesome. There's so many good maps from Battlefield One, Battlefield, uh, Battlefield Four, Battlefield Three. Yeah, this would be great. That'd be so cool. Yeah, especially with all the new mechanics, right? You'd be able to do things that you couldn't do in those older games. So. I want to take a chunk out of the skyscraper, bro. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome, dude. And our final rumor for today is that according to an industry insider, we will see our first look at gameplay for God of War Ragnarok at PlayStation's upcoming event, uh, which is rumored to be July 8th. There hasn't been any solid concrete information on the PlayStation date, but obviously they skipped E3. They're doing their own event. So we will hopefully see that. This is from uh, somebody on Twitter at uh, Special Nick. He's uh, He has released some correct information about stuff before. So. Um, the Ghost of Yukashima, It is. We're putting it... Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he also was one of the um, one of the people who talked about Ghost of Ikashima. Uh, although that one had a bunch of people, he's the only guy saying that God of War Ragnarok is going to be there. But I think that's a pretty safe bet, anyways. Yeah. Um, the game was supposed to come out this year, got delayed to twenty twenty two. I'd be shocked if we didn't see it right. at PlayStation's event. Um. So that is all of our news and rumors for the day. Now we've got a uh, we've got a separate section for this. This is something I wanted to talk about because it's been making the rounds. There is a bit of an interesting conspiracy theory out there right now regarding a in um, an independent studio named blue box studios and how that might be a front for Hideo Kojima working on a new silent Hill project. So I'm just going to run down all this information that's relevant to this uh, in case you've been wondering what the hell's going on or, or what even is all of this. Aliens. So yeah, a hundred percent probably. Probably aliens. Uh, on October, so on April seventh, twenty twenty one, PlayStation Blog, which is an official subsidiary of PlayStation, revealed Abandoned, a cinematic survival simulation game coming exclusively to PlayStation. The game is being developed by an independent studio named Blue Box, uh, Blue Box Studios. Uh, almost immediately, fans were suspicious that the game may be a Silent Hills project secretly developed by Hideo Kojima. A few months later. Blue Box Studios announced that they would be developing their own app for the PlayStation 5 for players to download and receive information and trailers about their game, uh, which is really weird because PlayStation doesn't even do that for their own first-party games. Like, there's no Last of Us app on the PlayStation. There's no God of War app on the PlayStation. So that was another really weird thing where this small indie studio that's making this game is not only uh, has an exclusivity deal with PlayStation... Uh, and is being funded by PlayStation, but also is now developing their own app. Uh, so that's a little strange. Then this is when shit really went off uh, went off the walls, is that on June 15th, Blue Box tweeted out this. Uh, Guess the name, abandon equals, and then in brackets they said, first letter S, last letter L. Uh, so this added so much fuel to the fire because fans pointed out that that, fits silent hill um although i will point out that a lot of people later have said well this also fits the word survival so another <laughs> moving on to what is probably the most interesting and <laughs> hugely coincidental if not true uh point which is that the studio uh the studio lead is a developer by the name of hassan karaman uh, i might be butchering that name i apologize he's Karaman, uh, yeah, he's Turkish, and I, I'm probably butchering that, and I apologize. Um, uh, his name, uh, Karaman, translated from Turkish to Japanese, is Hideo. 
And both of these names happen to mean hero in their respective languages. So that's pretty huge. Um, also, again, could be coincidental. Uh, Hassan uh, Karaman's PlayStation profile, Sneaky Warrior, reveals that he has played a game titled Demon Blood. He has trophies for it on his trophy list. This game is currently unannounced. No, nobody knows what it is or who's making it. And the picture for this game uses the artwork of Siren Head, which is like this internet culture sort of creature that's been made and posted about. Um, Junji Ito, who's a famous Japanese horror illustrator, has recently liked tweets of Siren Head and has discussed, like, separately, he's mentioned, he's made comments about working with Hideo Kojima on a horror project. So the, all these little pieces are starting to sort of line up. Another interesting point is that Blue Box Studios claims to be located in the Netherlands. Uh, however, the majority of their tweets are made during the early morning, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. in their time zone. In Japan, however, these tweets would be made during the middle of the workday, which makes more sense. In the recent trailer for Death Stranding Director's Cut, um, revealed at the Summer's Game Fest, which is hosted and produced by Jeff Keighley, which is important, we'll get back to that, Sam, who is the main character of the game, can be seen wearing a blue suit with a Dutch flag on his arm, entering a cardboard box, and smirking at the camera. Blue Box Studios in the Netherlands, you can kind of go from there. Uh, Jeff Keighley has also stated separately uh, that he is in talks with Blue Blocks to help promote their game. I will also mention Jeff Keighley is famously really good friends with Hideo Kojima. Um, and the last little bit uh, to tie this all together is that Hideo Kojima has used fake studios to tease games before. For whatever reason, he likes to do this. Metal Gear Solid Five was revealed as The Phantom Pain with no connection to the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Um, it was uh, it was being teased by a fake studio called Moby Dick Studios. Uh, they were posing as the developers of this Phantom Pain game, and then eventually it was revealed as Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. And then Hideo Kojima came out and said, "Actually, it's me. It's me and Konami. Just kidding." And then uh, so they did the same thing for PT as well. PT was being teased as developed by another fake studio, Seven Seven Eight Zero Studio, uh, and then obviously that ended up being a Silent Hill teaser, which was then canceled. So quite a bit to unpack here. Um, I will say uh, Hassan Karaman has come out on Twitter and has denied these uh, vehemently. Is just, no, no, we're absolutely not affiliated with Hideo Kojima. A lot of people were saying that he didn't even exist, and then he made a video of himself, uh, a video of him saying, like, hi, I'm real. I'm not, I'm not involved with Hideo Kojima. So shit's getting a little weird. A lot of people are claiming that they are. A lot of people are claiming that they aren't. Jason Schreier did an interview with Hassan uh, Karaman, and uh, he came away from that interview. He tweeted saying that he had more questions than answers, although he doesn't believe that this is a Hideo Kojima conspiracy. So, man, so much to unpack here. What? Where are you leaning on this? What do you? What do you make of all this? Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. the The puzzle pieces seem to fit together. Like you were saying, there at the end, Hideo Kojima's used fake studio names before. It's just, it's a lot of work to go through for a game, but it's a Hideo Kojima game, so it's worth the effort. The uh, the time zone correlations are pretty up to par there. 12am to 3am in the Netherlands is like 1 o'clock in Japan, so... Right. 
I think a new Silent Hill game would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I really don't know where I fall on this. There's there's so much yeah. to unpack, and there's also so many um, outside factors. Well. Exactly. So I should say that Konami is the publisher and the owner of the Silent Hill IP, and Hideo Kojima famously split from them um, because Konami was just not a great place to work. So Hideo Kojima left, and uh, so they left on bad terms. They left on very bad terms, and Konami still owns the... Uh, Silent Hill IP. So if this is Hideo Kojima, that means that Konami is in on it, that they've uh, mended the wounds and this is some sort of grand sort of marketing campaign. I mean, here's the thing. People are talking about this game. So if it is a Silent Hill game, it's worked. Their, Their plan has worked. People are talking about it. If it's not, this is just the, the, a comical string of coincidences that have unfolded in this weird wild universe that we live in. Like it's so strange because a lot of people who have talked to this guy and are, the tides are shifting. People are saying like, no, I I don't think this is, I think this is just some crazy coincidence, but like, man, what a fucking coincidence if this isn't Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Like there's so much here. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, even smaller stuff like blue box studios on their YouTube account, their banner, picture for their account is just a bunch of hills that's it like there's so many small things that sort of add up uh but may just be coincidental i man i don't know i have no idea this is this is crazy but obviously with anything some people are taking it way too far and getting crazy and harassing the developers so obviously don't do that because it's just video games it really doesn't matter that much right um but man i don't know i don't know i've been thinking about this quite a bit and it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's weird if it's not, and it's strange if it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, uh, the PlayStation event will be happening this summer. We we might get confirmation there. Uh, if it is a Hideo Kojima game, then maybe they come out and they, they announce it there. If it's not, maybe this maybe they're the uh, the studio shows up and says hi you know we're really sorry about all this shit um yeah man it's nuts i don't know i don't i recommend people look into it for themselves and 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 see what they see what they think because there is there are some more smaller details that i that i left out that i don't think are super damning one way or another but man crazy times we live in hideo kojima if this is you you are off your fucking rocker man just just announce your game just announce your game people will love it you don't have to do this but then it oh, wouldn't man. be as fun it wouldn't be as fun but like man theorists. and maybe he's into that sort of thing and that's the thing is like my whole like whether they should or shouldn't do this kind of comes down to whether this is or isn't them because if it is kojima then it's like all right cool like this your plan paid off but if it's not them it's like man like this is what happens when you when you fuck around right is <laughs> you find out eventually right oh man but uh, that is that wraps up our episode for today. So if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, consider sticking around and following us on uh, Spotify and now Google Podcasts as well. We are on Google Podcasts, so lots of good stuff there. And we actually um, have uh, we have logos now, so we're no longer just stock RSS anymore. That's true. We've got episode art that I throw together really sloppily and really quickly, but we've got art. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
and uh, we've got we've got a better we've got some more art in the works as well too that we've actually commissioned. So uh, hopefully we'll get some more professional. a nice a fresh logo for you guys. Yeah, um, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I recorded a special episode with a with a special guest just talking about Halo. Uh, so that'll be up next weekend from when you're hearing this. So if you're a big Halo Infinite guy, or if you maybe aren't a Halo Infinite person and want all the info that you could ever want on it, that'll be coming out. Uh, <laughs> almost a two-hour podcast. I'm going to see if I can trim that down. Yeah. It was uh, it was nuts, man. Definitely don't get two people who love Halo in a room together alone, unsupervised, because... Then you <laughs> well, get just... an hour and 55-minute podcast. That's exactly what happens. That's correct. That is correct, so... Yeah, that's that's the show. Still don't know how to outro, so you can leave now. You can stop listening. You don't have to keep listening now. We're men and gitch. It's over. We're men and gitch. I'm no longer in my gitch. Oh no. Does that mean you've put more clothes on or less clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>